0: So thank you. And let's get to the show. So one of the things that I've had to learn and uh, develop the skill of over the years is that of managing people. Full disclosure, I am not a great manager of people. I am not a good leader. I don't believe I'm a great leader. I, I like being, I like teaching, but I don't like managing to uh, expectations. And that's something that I've had to really work on. A lot of it stems from the fact that I'm very conflict avoidant. I hate having any kind of conf- uh, confrontation any kind of con- conversation that could, you know, maybe carry some uh, criticism or feedback for the other person that might make them feel you know bad I just have always have a really hard time delivering those things and so being in a position of leadership or management I've always really struggled with that because I either come in on one of two spectrums I either come in way too soft I like I dance too too much around the bush uh, trying to like shield feelings and, and, and emotions and all these things or I come in like a rhinoceros and I'm just very stupid and logical and cold and like I end up hurting people's feelings and I think the one is the reaction to the other that is, I think I beat around the bush a lot because I know left to my own devices, I come in really, really hard mainly because I don't personally view feedback as a negative thing. And so I much more, I, I very much appreciate people who are just straight shooters will tell me exactly what I'm doing. Well, what they, what they like, what they don't like. and. My ego, my emotions don't really get tied up into that. My self-identity doesn't really get tied up into any kind of feedback that they have. However, that is not the case for everybody. I'm a weirdo in that way that doesn't really bother me at all, but a lot of people It does bother and my partner, Ryan and I at escape climbing, we learned this the hard way because him and I uh, are very, very similar in that it's like, Hey, just tell me exactly. Give me the perfect, give me the exact feedback that I need in this moment. I don't need you to sugarcoat it. Just give it to me quickly, give it to me directly so we can course correct and move forward. And so him and I, we had a great working relationship because we could just, I I could just tell him like, Hey, you were a dick in that, that meeting. You didn't convey this thing very well or blah, 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 blah. And he would take it and you're like, cool, I'll do that better next time. And That was great for us, but it was very problematic then when we started hiring and growing and you know, five turned into 10, into 15, into 20 employees. And suddenly it was like, we were hurting a lot of people's feelings and not knowing how to deliver impactful messages that would get us closer to our goals and build team morale. And we were just, we were terrible, we were terrible at this. And there was a lot of learning that we had to do. And so in today's episode, what I really wanna share with you is one of the questions that I found to be very, very helpful as I was growing as a leader and a manager of people to figure out like, how can I separate the individual from the, the action, the goal that you know, maybe wasn't in alignment with what we were hoping for? Because a lot of times it's not about the person executing the thing. It's about the system and the process, the result. And as much as we can separate like individual feelings from that process, the better. But it can be very hard to get to that and give that feedback without our emotions getting into the picture. And so what I like to do with this question is frame, frame the feedback or frame the information gathering process as what were you thinking? Not why did you do this? And, and here's the reason why. When you're sitting down, you're saying you're doing a performance review or you're doing some kind of process analysis or uh, post mortem on some kind of event. And you're like, why did you do it this way? Why did you do this? Why did you ship this out when it obviously wasn't ready? When you start with the question as a why, we immediately feel that personal. Like we take that personal. Like it's a, an immediate an indictment of you as the individual. And so what ends up happening is the person who's getting that question, um, they immediately go on the defensive. They immediately think, oh, it's I need to defend my ego, my myself, my, my role in this thing, and that takes you further away from getting to the, like, the objective core of what went well, what went wrong on this thing. And that's really as managers, that's what you care about more so than like the person screwing up, like that is inevitable. You just need to be able to move on and like refine the systems because one of the things that we believe is that uh, s- people don't fail, systems fail. And so if the thing didn't go how we wanted it to go, it's not the person the process, it was the process that let down the person right? Our goal is to create systems that you could take an idiot off the street who had no idea what we do as a business, put them on the manufacturing line with 30 minutes of training, and they'd be able to produce the product or the result that we're looking for. That was our ultimate goal as a manufacturing environment, which is very high. That's very, like you, you're never really going to get to that place, but that was what we're striving for. And so through that lens, when you're sitting down with the individual to try and figure out like what went wrong, what can we do better? You need to help you need to approach it in a way where that person doesn't feel personally indicted. And that why question, why did you do this immediately puts people on the back foot and makes them go into defensive mode. And so better than I, from what I found is to ask, what were you thinking? Not and not like, what were you thinking? You freaking idiot. Not like that, but more like, Hey, walk, what were you thinking? Like, walk me through the process, like the decision process or what was happening at that moment, what was going on? And when you, when you ask it more about the what, like, like it's more about reviewing the thought process and the actions, and I found that people, it let their shields go down. Suddenly, they're able to like approach the situation from a much more objective place, and then at the end of it, we had more quality feedback to move forward with to be able to improve that system in the future. So. That's just a lesson that I've had to learn over the years, the very, very hard way, because I asked a whole lot of why questions, pissed off a lot of employees, a lot of team members. Um, And it took a long time to figure out that if I just ask, what were you thinking? Like, walk me through the process uh, from that perspective, rather than why were you doing this? Then you will get two better answers. So I hope this brings you guys a little bit of value. As always, appreciate you being here. We'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay hyper-focused, my friends. Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So, if you're interested in joining us, get over to BeyondTheApex.com/newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show.